0: welcome to the smut and spice podcast where we're living vicariously through the female main characters in reverse harems and sarah romances paranormal romances and bully romances we're your hosts ashley sam is on vacation this week and sarah has great i am so happy to be to here i always love absence, coming on so and talking thank you about so smut. much for being with me tonight sarah Yeah, and I'm very jealous of the vacation that Sam had, but she will be back with us next week when we interview Lix Robinson and talk to her about her Viking Omegaverse series, which I'm also very excited for. Okay, so in this week's episode, we're continuing on with Alien Smut Summer 2021, baby. Um, We've opted to include a trigger warning for this episode. There is talk of violence, assault, kidnapping, and dubcon. Be warned, this episode may contain spoilers and explicit content that is inappropriate for those under 18. This show is not for children. So with the popularity of the Ice Planet Barbarian series, we dubbed this summer Alien Smut Summer 2021, um, so we've continued to read alien romances and alien reverse harems. So we're sure. going to talk about Sure. So a the few first book was today. Choosing Theo
1: by Victoria um, Adeline. start with uh, the first this one, This is Sarah? the Clicanian series. Is that how you would say it? Yes, so we have our main female character, Jade. Yeah, I think Jade. so, uh, She is I don't know. considered overweight by Earth standards. She's redhead. She is captured by these really sketchy reptilian, lizard-looking aliens, and she's put in an escape pod, and she lands on this planet of Clicania, and she somehow manages to escape her captor, and the government there rescues her but they're like hey if you want to live here you need to get married because you live on a shitty planet that doesn't know about anyone else in the universe and we can't send you back there
0: (laughs) yeah and i thought that that was like kind of shitty that they were just like oh And by the way it's it's very
1: different (laughs) the way the marriage works on this planet so basically it is i think it's one to 20 is the ratio from women to men this planet has had just there's no longer any mates um which used to be really predominant on the planet so there's no longer any mates and for whatever reason They're just not having any girls. All the babies that are born are men. So they're like, okay, we want you to get involved in as many marriages as possible. And, you know, open up the gene pool. And it's basically kind of like the bachelorette for women. You go, you sit down, you watch them prance around. If you think that they're hot, you like make a list of like five alien dudes you think are hot. And then they're like, okay, here are their test scores, you know, in, like, sexual proficiency, cleaning, cooking, communication. And then they're like, all right, you can go in this room, test them out, a.k.a. A little sucky, sookie now, and decide which one you want to take home and be married for for three months. <laughs>
0: And I thought that that was so funny how she, you know, she chose Theo, obviously, as one of her options, but then the other guy, and she heard him having sex with, like, the other Yeah, she's females, like, Theo's it, also Theo is him. it for
1: me, and, and Theo like, nah, go is ahead and scratch a mercenary, that one. and he has a lot of scarring because he is half um, Thraxian, he's not 100% Clicanian, and... In their culture, he's not really seen seen as attractive. But for a human, it really just kind of looks like he has really sexy tattoos. So he's gone to the marriage ceremony so many times and has never been picked except for women who... I, I, he, that one part of the book was a little bit confusing, I thought. Like, why he was picked, like, once or twice. I guess because he thought that they wanted...
0: Well, I thought it was just like that. Oh, like where they um, like pick him just to like see how weird he is, like and see like yes. the scars or something. so he's never actually gotten but the actually, marriage like, go But he has been the like, selected for him. this
1: like hookup sesh to see if you want to marry them or not. Um, So that leads Theo to think that Jade is a spy. Why would anyone want to marry him? They haven't wanted to marry him before. So obviously Jade is sketchy. And meanwhile, Jade is like, listen, I just need to survive on this planet. And Theo's kind of hot. Maybe I can make this work.
0: Yeah, and I wanted to add, too, that um, as far as the Klikanians go, there are other races on the planet, but um, Theo is part Ligna and Thraxian, what we said, and the Ligna are all very, like, human-like, so they have these swirling markings on their bodies, and they're all just, like, gorgeous, very, like, large i don't people. think because isn't he like over i like don't think they were that tall in this series this but they know, are very so human many like books, like some like, of I the, the one anymore. biggest
1: difference is the ears like they're pointed at the top and at the bottom um but that's another thing that i really like about this planet is you know they're not as out there as some other alien books you read um yeah, they're not they're not lizard or robot men or anything like that, but this <laughs> planet is dope as hell. Like, first of all, it's just like a beautiful planet, right? It's got like a little bit of everything, like forest. It's lush. It's got mountains, and like the technology is incredible. Like they basically take an elixir that you can live for hundreds of years, and they basically got an MRI machine. And they'll just dump you inside of it. And they can fix all your problems. Like, are you kidding me? If I could go in a machine and get laser hair removal in a second? Like, come on. Easy. i do it. I know.
0: <laughs> and, like... Her tattoo that they're like, oh, do you want that, like, corrected? She's like, no, and, I purposefully uh, got this. I can't remember if like, it was I wanna this keep book this or and another. My scars, I've read please, the two other books. I only
1: have the fourth one to read, but I know that one of them, she has an IUD, and the doctor is like, why don't you want this out? This doesn't make sense. It doesn't belong in there. Don't you want to have babies? She's like, um, no, we're keeping the IUD in.
0: <laughs> do not take it out. <laughs> until i'm ready yeah oh god do is there anything Let's else you want get to, to talk our about because i don't want to give or too much away do want to get to um, our overall thoughts with how
1: the planet works and how their relationship goes but i ju- will say that i really enjoyed their relationship and i really liked uh, what theo's into theo theo likes the chase he likes it a little rough and jade likes to take it
0: yeah i also really loved this series i love that jade was a full-figured female main character and that theo like who you know by our standards is kind of like an adonis found her so freaking attractive so i love when we see diverse bodies represented in a series and like oh i feel seen as a full-figured woman by this book um and theo is just so sweet and I also thought that he had a great sense of humor um, at the same time because, like, the whole couple's bath thing. And then he thought That's that it, his dog. was going to deter Jade from being interested. Like, it was just, yes, his yeah, version it, out of a dog. of all of the alien um, books I that I read, that
1: that this is really the funny. planet that I would want to live on, scary. hands down. Like, women are treated amazingly your husband buys you everything they don't have to do anything you don't cook you don't clean but you get that ring just like cardi b and if but i will say if i worked for their government instead of the whole like swapping husbands every so often so you could have different children They should just be having like a reverse harem situation because then that allows the women to be able to develop relationships and stay with their kids. Um, Oh, and that's what we didn't mention, (laughs) Ashley. All of these guys go to husbandry school. So basically, it's kind of like college where you learn how to be the best husband ever. And that includes how to please a woman, um, how to clean, how to cook, everything. Theo had a 10 out of 10.
0: (laughs) Which Theo got a 10. (laughs) Which, uh. And it's just like. Wouldn't that be so amazing if that actually existed? It's like, oh, we're going to go to these classes. Exactly. And I will say the other books in the series have been shit. excellent.
1: Um, we're not going to go into super detail about those since it's all in the same world. Uh, but all of these guys and couples are great. Um, I highly recommend this series as a whole.
0: Some other books that I've been super obsessed with recently um, were recommended to me by uh, our friend Willow Hadley. So Heather Ralkin writes these alien books. Um, So they're a variety of alien romances and some of them kind of link together. So it's the same alien races that are represented. And two of the women are actually stolen through the same human trafficking rings. They kind of link up um and Sarah's only read one of these we'll talk about that when the very e- at the end of you know my little thing um but her first book that I read was stowaway it's a reverse harem so sin is a woman and she's stolen from earth and she escapes her auctioneers to an unknown planet by hiding on a spaceship as a stowaway um, so it's a family of three alien males and their daughter and she builds a relationship with them during the flight even though like there's a language barrier and obviously like she's pretty freaked out because she's there um and she attacks one of them and then there's like some miscommunication issues so there's a good amount of conflict in this series so like i said issues with communication issues with her being able to stay with them um but it's so good there's male male action between the aliens which was very appealing for me (laughs) Um, and then there's three very interesting alien species that make up the harem and they have an adopted daughter. So I love like the representation in this book. Um, one of the aliens is actually like what I would consider like transgender as far as the aliens go. So I thought that that was a nice touch. Um, and showing that even in, you know, sci-fi or alien books, you can still have that diversity Um, and there isn't a good happily ever after in this series too. So I definitely recommend that book. Um, and then the next one is unyielding autumn. So autumn is stolen from earth in a human trafficking ring as well. Um, but during transport to her new, like, job site, things go really wrong the captor goes into this state of bloodlust that's like common for his species and she ends up running for her life and Equinox, he's like this lizard species of alien and he's a former soldier so he like comes to her aid and saves her life um they develop a bond but equinox is pretty much a wanted criminal after some things happen in the book and they ultimately end up with this flock of okoso aliens and they're kind of like angels it's it's really interesting like the different races of aliens that she's made up um but it's gonna end up a reverse harem there's various species of aliens it's not as spicy as some of heather's other books but the plot was great Um, And I love that Autumn was, like, a more intelligent female main character, but she's suffering from PTSD after everything she's experienced. So I'm curious to see where she goes with the next book. Um, And I'm hoping that everything works out for her and the characters. I did. So I think it was because I was on vacation. I did not realize how long the book was. And I was
1: looking for, like, quick fixes on the beach, you know. Um, But these these guys are aliens i mean like they are basically like lizards what? with robo <laughs> yeah they've, they've got a lot going on like the one is missing a jaw and he's got like a robotic jaw like he's missing a leg like he's he's had a rough go of things he is basically their commander um our female main character Lila she is sad and she's like I know I'm gonna go camping which terrible idea don't go camping and then she winds up in the middle of our (laughs) government um, tracking down these two lizard alien biomechanical men and somehow she ends up on their ship with them and it's a military ship and living on that military ship sound like it sucked. I would not want to live on that military ship.
0: Yeah, I... I don't know. I feel like, for the most part, yeah, none of them really understood why she was there. None of the them really seemed guys to be wanting just to like work giant assholes. around
1: <laughs> Earth. Everyone that they came in contact with on Earth was kind of an asshole, so it's... they. They also brought that along with their thoughts of her. Um, But it starts off with Marine, our uh, main commander guy, is like, hey, you're mine. And then she's kind of like, well, you're a little intense and I kind of like Pan. And he's like, well, Pan's gonna take care of you during the day, but I'm gonna give you the dick at night. And then it kind (laughs) of spirals into a reverse harem situation. I did really like... I loved how open she was. You know, like... It it was a very Dubcon situation in the beginning. Because she couldn't understand him. He couldn't understand her. She's human. Their cultures are different. But she was definitely into what they were doing. Um, And I love how open she is about... You know, her sexuality and what she wants. Because... If I'm correct... Their species of women... The, the species they of women her mind. that they have, they don't orgasm, right?
0: Oh, I feel like I've read a few recently. I, I really think orgasm. it is because Fuck, he talks about like one? how
1: it's pulling the orgasm. Like how, how happy it makes him because their women don't do that. It's all about pleasing them.
0: Oh, no, it's, no, no. I thought is. that Lizard Man also, the women don't orgasm. We're confusing the lizards, no, maybe. The, it, it's definitely it a lizard thing. It's an overall lizard
1: thing, apparently. It's both <laughs> of them. <laughs> It's a game
0: with lizard women that right, they don't Right, but I do orgasm. specifically remember in God, this book, he's like, well, y- you know, it's
1: your job to please me, and, and then he learns that she can orgasm, and he's, like, totally into it.
0: Um, and there's some interesting things that we should add, I think. We can add this without giving too much away, but they have, like, vibrating dicks that, like, they don't have to thrust because their penises are, like, retractable, so they, like, can move in and out on their own, and they vibrate and they stain. Like I, I don't know, it's just. Oh something yeah, that this it secretes. The,
1: I am not into the staining. <laughs> like,
0: listen, <laughs> I don't know. This book had me feeling some sort of way. There's great sex scenes that did so much for me. Um, there's an awesome plot twist and it's a 10 out of 10 recommendation for me (laughs) listen
1: whenever I think of like a penis that like thrusts inside all I think about is the cover of Dr. Seuss's Oh the Places You Will Go (laughs) I don't know (laughs) look it up and take a look that's what I think of I don't know why but (laughs) it it just
0: is (laughs) oh shit (laughs) um but this story does have a happily ever after you should read it check out all of heather's work um i would love to have her on the podcast sometime if sam reads her books and yeah that's that's all i have to say about that do you want to talk about our next selection?
1: I Married a Lizard Man by Regine Abel. Uh, this is a super quick read. It is only around 150 pages. Uh, and we have our main character, Susan. She lives on a fairly strict human planet. They are kind of like they used to be pilgrims, basically. <laughs> um, and the planet really thrives at farming. Uh, And she is a third daughter, which means she has very few options in life. The first child takes over the land. Whoever they marry, that land gets combined. Second daughters are married off to other good families. Third daughters, you're basically going to be a servant or work for very low wages. So she turns to a matchmaker who is this like fairy godfather bird man <laughs> and he matches her with this lizard man on a planet that is pretty behind in technology and is going through some hard times.
0: Yes, they're they're very down on their luck, the lizard people.
1: They are. They 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 have a gorgeous planet. That is the main draw. Their planet is absolutely beautiful. Um, And it's been protected for so long. And these people have come in to make it a resort-style living. And they keep trying to get the lizard people to sell their land to them so that they can take over. And with that, these lizard people are huge hunters and they're having a hard time hunting. They do forage some of their foods, uh, but they're having a hard time doing that as well.
0: And we find out that there is a reason for that, but you're just going to have to read the book to find that part it out. It is true. And so our lizard man is
1: Alex, and he he's just that. He's a giant lizard man. <laughs> uh, his penis is retracted, and he calls it his stem, and his stem um, creates its own lubricant. Which, I mean, that's convenient. Very. Like, he doesn't even have to... But he does kind of talk about the fact that he does need to get hard, um, because he was very worried about getting it up for her. Because he talked about how ugly she thought she be- <laughs> he thought she was and, in the beginning.
0: And Sarah texted me and was like, "It is seriously like a whole page of him just saying how ugly she is." <laughs> and I was like, "Damn,
1: stop, you wizard know man." But you know what? I enjoyed it because it was different because so many other alien books are faded mates. And it's like, oh, she looks different, but she's absolutely beautiful. He is like she looks like a plucked chicken. And (laughs) why? Why is her nose so far out of her face? Like, why is she wearing all of these clothes? Like, there's no way I'm going to fall in love with this woman. And I gotta say, it. what I also liked about this book is that Susan is the one that saves everybody ass. Like, she does not need to be, like, honestly, like, she's very much one of those, she don't need no man. She really didn't need Alex. <laughs> you know, like, she was just out here saving the whole crew.
0: And I feel like, yes, she didn't need Alex, but I think that she also, like fairly quickly developed a healthy like relationship with them with with them with him and I, I really liked that I like that like, too after n- he neither went on of the them hunting trip yeah neither of them were like hey
1: we're in love they were both kind of like hey, we're working towards love yes. but we're not there yet
0: Uh, because yeah you're right so many of these alien series it's like oh like insta love for the alien and i also hate that the kid like i understand alien abduction but i feel like the kidnapping trope in alien series it's like it's kind of like worn out for me so any series that's different like this where she willingly chose to go there and marry a lizard man like you go girl you you do and and we have to put this spoiler in here
1: because i was shook by this part in the book so susan tells him all of okay first of all the communication in this book is excellent susan's body is way different than the lizard woman's body and she basically has to be like listen you gotta warm me up this is how you gotta touch me this is what i like he even goes so far to watch human porn and he Which is I terrified <laughs> He was like, this is kind of scary. I'm not sure if Susan is into this. I know I'm not into it. Um, But when she tells him, like, hey, I'm a virgin. Um, There's going to be some bleeding when this happens. He is, like, horrified. He's like, you're going to bleed? But then, after she bleeds, um, he takes (laughs) the bloody sheets and... (laughs) And then he makes some clothing that he can wear, like his harness and where he holds his knife. And he, like, basically, I, how would you describe what what he makes with him, Ashley?
0: It's, like, little, like, tokens of, like, <laughs> her virginity. <laughs> like, it reminds me of, like, the Italian mafia books, like, with the yes. sheets being held up. But it's, like... he like is so proud of it and it's just so cute like and that's the thing i feel like susan is so good and just kind of like takes it in stride and it's like okay like it's kind of weird but it makes him so happy like i'm just gonna let him do his thing seriously like he could not have asked for a better
1: ride or die than susan susan came on this planet and was like you know what i'm a human so i i have certain things that i can't do i'm gonna try to assimilate to your culture but like you need to make some changes for me too but you know i'm here to help
0: yeah and i feel like you know she was so there's the thing i feel like alex's sister was such like a good um Just like such a good sister-in-law to susan and it's just like you know whatever you need help with like i'm gonna help you i'm not gonna be like the rest of these aliens and be like judgmental about the shit that you're trying to do um and susan was just like yeah this is what my passion in my life is and i'm gonna do it regardless of what your stupid prejudices are about this because it's like the one thing in her life that she fucking enjoys
1: you know, it's really weird. I don't know why I associated his sister with this character, but I she just reminds me of Suri, the Black Panther's sister in the movie, because she's just, like, so smart. She likes to give her brother a little bit of shit, but, like, she would do anything for her brother. And she's just, like, she's the main one, too, in the tribe that accepts technology over everybody else um, and uses it to the community's advantage.
0: Yeah, and I mean, when your people are, like, on the verge of seriously suffering, um, good for Susan for being the one to finally fucking do something.
1: Yeah, if Susan didn't roll up, all these motherfuckers would be starving, even with... that, That is the part of the book that just, like, pissed me off. Like, listen, <laughs> I get it, you guys have a really bad mentality towards farming, but you see that these machines are doing most of the work. You're not a, a dirt digger or whatever they were calling it. Like, the machines that's do most of the was. work. what <laughs> it Dirt you're, diggers. Like, like y- you want to starve? Do you want to starve? Because if not, get your ass out there and help Susan farm, for God's sakes.
0: Which, and that's the thing, too. So much of the farming is, like, fucking automated. So it's not even, like, you're doing anything like that. But
1: Right, and, like like
0: help a bitch grow some mushrooms or something oh I loved that mushroom dinner part I was like oh this is so cute how much the lizard people love her mushrooms
1: (sighs) I I really enjoyed it you know it does take a chapter or two to really get into it Um, I agree because if if you're if you're a mood reader and like you're not feeling it right away I do I will say like give it give it a couple of chapters, and then I, I, and I really started to enjoy it. There's not a ton of spice in the book, um, but what they do have is cute.
0: Yeah, I agree, and I think that, you know, this was kind of one of those reads that, like, I came across the cover, and I was like, oh, like, this, like, sounds, like, so, like, weird and funny, and, like, my husband, like, highly requested that we re- read this book, but I actually really enjoyed it once, you know, I got into it. And it's just, like, a quick, easy read, happily ever ending, like, happily ever ending, happily ever (laughs) after. (laughs) But it's just, like, a nice, like, good, easy read. So if you're looking to, you know, expand your alien uh, lizard man horizons, this is a good book to do it.
1: I agree. All right. So the next book which I think you would really enjoy, except it's really not alien. It is sci fi in a different planet. Uh, so Which, it is. I
0: mean, we we don't discriminate here in Alien Smut Summer if it's like sci fi or like, well, we read it all monster, anything weird.
1: So it is Trapped by Allison Ames. Um, Bella is a scientist and she's our female main character. Earth is super jacked up. There's a lot of famine, and the hierarchy is very strange. You basically have people who are wealthy and are in charge, and people like Bella who have to find jobs in order to support herself and her siblings. So, like, our
0: normal, like, planet that we live in, like, right now?
1: For the (laughs) most part, um, like, the population has heavily decreased, too. So there's really not, not as many people on Earth. So, Ah. she's working hard so she can bring money and support her siblings, um, and she decides to go on this mission, and where they are going, they are going to a prison planet, because they have been told that there are um, plants and water and different things on this planet that they can bring back to Earth to help the famine situation, but course their ship crashes uh they don't even get to land on the prison planet pretty much all of the other scientists die a lot of the military personnel that are on the ship die um it's her her friend i can't remember her name right now but she is one of the people high up on the hierarchy um and she's a little sketchy the second book is about her um and the um scientists in charge of the whole mission so those three survive as well as some military guys the military guys go on about their own way and bella and her crew decide to go and hide when they go and hide she meets a massive human man um who does not have a name i think he gives her a number like her his prison number and he was like if you want to call me anything you can call me convict Which was kind of hot. It was kind of hot. (laughs) And he has been on this planet for eight years. We find out later that he was wrongfully prisoned there. Um, One of the higher-up politicians basically pinned a murder on him. And uh, she needs to keep her and her friends safe. So she says, hey, if you keep us safe, I'll give you anything. And he's like, anything? She's like, I'll give you anything. (laughs) um so yep he takes them back to his cave and they they are banging and i gotta say given the fact that this was transactional like convict gives bella a real good time like a real good time like he is he is into her um so a lot of the book is more so about him being like you said you traded me for your safety so you need to do what i say and Bella is a little hard-headed and she's like no I'm gonna do whatever I need to do um but their relationship definitely grows um he hasn't felt like a human man all this time he's pretty much off on his own because uh the planet is run by a gang so he keeps to himself and he's just like starting to feel emotions again they have a little bit of a rift uh but he keeps her safe and you know she uh She definitely uh, keeps her end of the bargain.
0: I feel like if I was in that situation, I would be totally fine with that deal. (laughs) Me too, and especially because like she was, she was definitely getting good sex, having a good time.
1: (laughs) She was having a good time, and his stamina was something else. I mean, (laughs) he like it was just like back to back to back to back. What refractory
0: period?
1: I mean, I guess when you haven't been getting any for eight years, you know, he's making up for lost time. Um, And, you know, he's like, listen, I need to help you get off this planet. You don't belong here. And she's like, no, you're coming with me off of this planet. And he's like, listen, whatever I got to do to keep you safe, you're more important. Um, Aww. Yeah, it was was very sweet. The only thing I didn't like is that he was human. I really just wanted some alien dong, but it was a good story otherwise.
0: (laughs) think we should put that on a (laughs) t-shirt or like a sticker (laughs) Uh, i'll have to add that i think it is on my tbr but a lot of these i just didn't have time (laughs) to get to all of them i'm not like a speed reader like you and sam are yeah but the 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 transactional
1: part of it and the fact that it wasn't faded mates was very unique and i liked that i i will read the second book i believe the second book she is with an alien because they do throw in there they're like oh well we think alien species have been getting dropped off on this prison planet too so stay tuned Mm. (laughs) stay tuned all right the next two books are by the same author presley hall um they do have some kind of overlapping themes um but they are two different kinds of aliens uh so the first one is claimed That is the Fated Mates of the Galaxian Warriors. (laughs) So uh, Rose is our female main character. And basically she finds out the government has been selling human – well, not selling, giving human women to this alien race so that they don't attack Earth. They're kind of like, listen, we'll give you 20 women, don't
0: attack us, come back in six months, and we'll give you 20 more. And I did start this one and I think it's so funny like how she's like essentially at answering like a questionnaire, like when she unw- you know, unknowingly goes and like signs herself up for this shit. <laughs> like it's she- like, Oh, do you have any ties to the government? And like, oh, like what's your health like? So yeah, they that definitely that was, like- <laughs> They trick her. They definitely do. So
1: she's on this alien ship her and all the girls wake up and they've been taken by the ocarine and they are like some nasty job of the hut looking motherfuckers like they are (laughs) nasty ass aliens and they're like okay the ocarine are warriors we're gonna go in order and you pick out your bride and of course the commander picks rose first and Rose is like, I've never like, been any man's. <laughs> She's like, I've never been any man's first choice, and now I'm the commander's first choice. That would um, be my fucking luck, I, right? So fortunately for her, the Kalaxian warriors are on this ship, and they've been on this ship for months. They've been keeping them hostage, and they're like, "All right, we want you uh, to fight for us. Like, show our wives a good show." And as soon as their commander, Tordax, comes out, he sees Rose and he's like, Rose is my mate. This is distracting. Um, but they do wind up overthrowing the ship. Um, and he is hot. Like,
0: <laughs> And like, Rose is like sitting there watching him like from the stands, like getting turned on while she's naked next to the... Um, is it Orkin or Ocran? Because I thought it was Orkin. um it starts with an
1: o that's all we know
0: (laughs) but it's like she's like getting turned on sitting next to this like ugly like terrible gross looking guy like just at the look of Tordax. he's like really tan he's got horns
1: she does talk about like an oily like texture on his skin um, but that it smells amazing, and he's really buff, and he's in charge of everybody, and of course, after they win, he just tosses her over his shoulder and takes him back, takes her back to, um, one of the rooms that he takes over, uh, and of course, none of them have implants for communication at this time, or was it just the girl? I think that just the girls didn't have communication devices, um, So there's a huge communication error, and while they can't actually talk to each other, they start hooking up. She, like, (laughs) is all in. You know, he goes down on her. They don't full-blown have sex, but they do other stuff. But then once she does get the communication device, she does have a hard time with the whole faded mate thing and pushes back. Um, But, of course, she eventually gives in. Who doesn't?
0: Yeah, I mean, if it's a sexy alien guy that, like, saves you and throws you over his shoulder, like, bitch, you better be into that. I know, and he's a fair. Listen, human
1: men need to take note from these alien books because they are all such givers. Like, I have never read about any takers that are aliens, except for the bad ones, like the ogren or whatever they're called.
0: Yeah, I agree. The aliens, like, are just, they're there to please. And I do like, so they do end up
1: on a different planet towards the end of this. I do really want to read the next book, but I'm a little bit scared because it's Harper. um, And she does not fit the mold of the other girls who were taken. Like, she's a high-end CEO, like, important. And I'm just a little bit worried that she's a bit of a bitch. So I'm going to read it, but I'm a little scared.
0: Yeah, it's always hard, like, if you didn't like the, like, side character that's going to be the main character in the next book. You're just kind of like, eh. I know. It, but it's... you never know. She could, like, make you like the character. I mean, we all started to love Nesta. That's true. Oh, once you
1: finally got to her book. Because you <laughs> understood her more. So, I, you're right. I will give it a shot once I'm back in, uh an alien mindset we're 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 in a mafia mindset right now we're in a daddy mindset right now
0: once talk about that when we get down to our uh our (laughs) what we're reading because i think that people will really be interested all
1: right i'll talk about my daddy can't get the end of the book anyway the next book (laughs) for alien smut summer god
0: you read so many alien books sarah like this is like so many her alien prince
1: I really like this book and I I know faded mates is just such a overwhelming concept in alien books so I can see how you can get a little bit worn out I mean Fated I think mates.
0: that that's like in like you know um fantasy too like with the Fae I mean faded mates can just be like god another fucking faded mates book. But I
1: love it. I love faded mates. I wish I had a faded mate. Are you kidding me? Like that. I just love the concept of like there's just one person out there for you because it's see, just... I'm
0: like such like a negative Nancy, and I'm like, oh, in a world with this many people, like there's no way just one person can be like your like soulmate. But I don't know. I'm a cynical fuck Aries. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I love it. I love to read it. It's always it's always a happy read, you know. So this is Charlotte and Droth. Charlotte is a part of an expedition to make contact with alien life forms. Or so she thinks. Dun dun dun. So she also finds out that hey, Earth is selling women to the Okran, or Okwan, whatever they're called, <laughs> and they find pods in the bottom of the ship of 20 women. <gasps> that they they're just in like a stasis. Her and her doctor friend, I think her name is Elizabeth, they come across the pods. And the guards on the ship are like, oh shit, y'all weren't supposed to see that. So they <laughs> lock them up in the ship. And uh-oh, they get sucked in a wormhole. And when they get sucked in the wormhole, they wind up on, guess what, another freaking prison planet. I don't know how many planets they have dedicated <laughs> for prisons out there, but... It's the Australia of planets, and (laughs) literally, (laughs) and they get dropped on there. The ship crashes. Her and her friend have got to bust open all of the pods to save the girls, which I thought was awesome, like,
0: girls saving girls, badass. Always about it, especially when she's, like, a scientist on an ex- I mean, I don't know if she's a scientist, but I'm assuming she's something important. She, okay, so this is, like, the interest- she's a linguist.
1: Um, Ah. And she is married, this is another thing, she is married to a politician who was just a part of a scandal, and he's actually gay. Um, So their marriage is a sham, um, and she's really getting on this uh, space flight to get away from that, because she's staying married to him because she does care about him for his image of being a senator. Um, State senator? Yeah. (laughs) I, I can't remember which state, but... Anyway, the other cool thing, so, basically, she gets picked up by this, like, big-ass bird thing, and all (laughs) of the girls are on their own, but while she is, like, off getting abducted by this bird, all of these women rally around, they freaking make a minefield around their ship... They get guns. Like, they fortify this ship, and they hold it down. And, like, they're ready, they're ready to kill anybody. And I was like, that's badass. I, I enjoyed that part a lot. So, once Charlotte, uh, oh, the big bird has her. Droth is actually a prince and he is on this planet because he had he was planning an uprising against his uncle and so he threw all of him and the people were helping him on this planet. So he's not a criminal. And he shoots the bird and she comes tumbling down. So as soon as he sees her, she's he's like, Oh my gosh, she's so soft. Like, look at her freckles. She's so cute. She's so tiny so cute, in love, she sees him for the first time, and she's like, oh my gosh, he's a big blue alien with cat eyes and a loincloth, but she's into him too, and she bangs him like within hours of meeting him, which like, girl, same. (laughs) Sarah and I have no shame. Literally, we know how it would end up, especially if it was a faded mate. I mean, it would just be a matter of minutes. Right there, in front of everyone. But one of my favorite lines from this book is, since she's a linguist, she's actually able to piece together a lot of his language pretty quickly. And she tells him her name is Charlotte. And in his mind, he's like, her name is so many syllables. She must be, she must be a princess on her planet. <laughs> I, just, I just, I thought it was super cute, and he's, he's just adorable. Um, you know, he wants to take care of her, and when they couldn't communicate, she's like, "I need to go home," and what she's really saying is, "I need to go take care of these other women," and he's like, "I will get my Charlotte home if that is what she really wants, even though I don't want her to leave." Um, Aww. And, you know, so, uh, we love adorable, doting aliens, and towards the end of the book, they're just, like, screwing in the woods, being loud as hell, and don't care that anybody else can hear, so. <laughs> um, they've got a cute relationship.
0: Oh, that one's adorable.
1: It- it's really cute, I really like it, and uh, she has a ton of these books. I think, like, the the first one I said, the Calaxian Warriors. I think there's ten of those. Wow. And, and then I think for the
0: Voxerian Faded Maze, I think there's four or five. So she's got, like, some, like, uh, Ice Planet Barbarian-type numbers on these, so if, you know, looking for another Alien series, this is probably a good one to get interested in because that's yeah, a lot of books.
1: It is, and uh, like the Alien Prince one. That one is more so, like a barbarian planet. Um, but it seems like the Uh Calaxian Warriors. That's m- moving more towards
0: a tech savvy uh type of planet. All right. And then our last book that we're gonna talk about is not necessarily. Alien? I guess this just falls more under, like, the, like, monster type of category, right? Wouldn't we say monster? I would say so, but there's tentacle involved, so we thought you should know about it. The next book we're going to talk about is Stalked by the Kraken by Lillian Lark, and you'll remember that, um, this was something that was in our, what we're reading this week. Um, so we have our witch Rose, who is the matchmaker, And she runs the local paranormal bathhouse where supernaturals can come and fuck. Um, And Gideon is our Kraken, and he is instantly attracted to Rose, where, like, he's pretty much, like, mine. Um, Which, I don't know about you guys, but I love that. (laughs) Um, So he knows that she's his mate. (laughs) Gideon is super fine, and he's
1: old as hell. Like, he doesn't even know how old he is. Um, And since he is so old and since krakens are so extremely rare, like most people don't even know a kraken exists, they hold so much magic. Um, And the bathhouse is used as not only a place for people to come and bang, but Rose uses it as a business because when supernaturals come together and buck, a lot of magic is released from that so they absorb the magic and they're able to sell that for other spells and different things like that and rose is going through a heartbreak right now and having a hard time matchmaking and the bathhouse is suffering with a magic shortage so gideon is on a side mission but it's right near the bathhouse and so he comes up with a plan to help her with the magic problem by coming into a contract that they can have sex and he's full of magic and them having sex together is
0: going to bring her a ton of money for her business by collecting the magic. <laughs> this story was just really well done in the fact like that it was like it had like a slight mystery to it. Um so like I thought that that was really nice touch other than just like oh yeah like this is Gideon and we fall in insta-love and that's pretty much the entire story yeah and I feel like it was pretty quick to
1: let you know what's what and what's going on in the world without taking forever you know what I mean it's like here are straight-up facts now let's get into the romance and Rose is a freak Rose has taken part in the bathhouse, Rose is into a lot of things, um, and She's her very adventurous. She is, and her ex-boyfriend was kind of an asshole, and she has a lot of self-doubt about herself and is kind of low on her self-esteem and thinks it's a bad thing, and Gideon helps her realize that it is not a bad thing.
0: Yeah, and I love that, you know, Gideon embraced her, uh, her, you know, sexually adventurous spirit.
1: Oh, yeah. And Rose was definitely into the tentacles. And that was actually the first time that Gideon had ever gone half um, what did he call half it? Crackin'. Half kraken. Yeah, half kraken on anybody. Um, and it was hot. I mean, he was using the tentacles to, like, hold her arms and legs. And when he transforms he no longer has a penis it's more so of like a specific smaller tentacle that is very much like the Dr. Seuss book cover that I was talking about
0: <laughs> but uh the tentacles man mm-hmm. and and Gideon d- doesn't think that he can have children
1: but he has a major breeding kink
0: which that's also something that we're very into <laughs>
1: Listen, if you would have asked me in 2020, I'd have been like, uh, no, definitely not.
0: 2021 is the rise of the breeding kink. I don't know. There's just something about, like, the possessiveness of it that just does it for me. Yeah,
1: like, I like you so much that, like, I want half of our DNA to create a being.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. th- that is how bad I want you. <laughs> but, like, in our actual lives, we're like, nah, man, I'm good. <laughs> I know. I'm like, uh, when are you getting a vasectomy? <laughs> Not soon enough. Can I get double, double IUDs? <laughs> just one and one more for backup, just in case. <laughs> um but overall, we both really loved this book.
1: I did. I I love tentacles. Um and I really want to read her other book too. I think it's 3 of Hearts. I I hope that's right. Um, it's an MMF, uh, book and we get introduced to some of those characters in this book. So I'm definitely looking forward to reading them. I really like how she writes, um, and how, how she develops her characters. So I'm looking forward to reading those.
0: Yeah, no, it was a nice, easy read. So I definitely recommend it if you're looking to explore tentacles a little bit more. All right. So that brings us to what are we reading this week? Um, So this week I read quite a few of the series that we discussed in this episode because I was off because my daycare provider went on vacation and got COVID. So she is vaccinated, so make sure you wear your mask if you are out and about. Um, So I read a few of the books that we discussed in the episode. I also read the book Red by S.J. Sanders, and it's an alien reverse harem book. But it's set on Earth, and I loved it. I would recommend it if you enjoy wolf monster aliens. And this is just a little spoiler, but they have two penises. You did not tell me that. Can they? Can they have <laughs> one in one person? Like, they can have they- both of them in one person. Okay. They they can do DP by, by themselves. themselves. Yes okay yes um so i would recommend it she has several books that have these same alien beings in it um these like wolf monster aliens so yes i would highly recommend it um i also read uh is it Butcher house boucher boucher house it's french i know that it means butcher in french But I read the first uh, book in that series. I had intentions of reading the second book because it just came out. Um, It's a duet, um, but honestly, it was just a little bit too predictable for me. I found out the ending from a friend. And yeah, I mean, if you're looking for like more of like a thrillery, like taboo romance, that might be a good one for you. But yeah, it just wasn't for me and i also finally started the lost sentinel series by ivy asher as recommended to me by my friends nicole and luna and wow you guys like i know that this is one of the like older more popular reverse harems and i am so sad that it took me this long to read it because i seriously finished the first book in like less than a day (laughs) so i'm on to book two and i am super invested you should definitely read this series if you haven't and I'm hoping that Sam and Sarah will read it soon because I would love to do an episode on it.
1: (gasps) Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to checking it out. Um, So right now I am reading By Me, Sir, by Jade West, and I'm liking it so far. I didn't expect any MMF content, but it looks like I might be getting that. Uh, It is a little bit of a slower burn. Uh, it took until 15% for them to even meet. Um, I haven't gotten to any spice yet, but I know it's going to be good. Um, I have been finishing up the Royal Elite series by Rena Kent. I freaking love Rena Kent. She writes Possessive Men so well. Um, I was sending Sam and Ashley screenshots of Aiden in that first book. Ugh, so good. I highly, highly recommend it. Um, especially if you liked Vow of Deception, um... Ugh, just so good um I also read the first book in the Beauty and Lies series by Adelaide Forrest I'm not sure if I'm gonna continue on or not I have no idea how she turned this into four books we'll have to see Um, I liked the first book but I just don't know how much further the plot can go and of course I read her Russian daddy by Bianca Cole um, a nice hot quick Daddy Mafia read and if you are interested in exploring if you're interested in Daddy um, I would definitely recommend Little Dove. Um, I cannot think of the author off the top of my head I think it's Lila Frost but that book activated something within me.
0: (laughs) yeah that's on my tbr because sarah's like you need to read this (laughs) like okay
1: i feel like people think daddy kink means you have daddy issues which i definitely do not think it is would i call my husband daddy no probably not but do i enjoy reading it in books Absolutely. Like a daddy is someone who takes care of you, is a Dom. A lot of time BDSM is a part of it. Um, there are punishments when you're not being a good girl. And there are, you know, good things that you get when you're being a good girl. And I'm all here for it. We we love the, we love some praise. That's the other thing too. Daddy kink and praise kink go hand in hand.
0: And you know. Yeah. And, and I think it really like depends on like the guy. Like would I call my husband daddy? No. But if it was like an older like powerful Russian man? Exactly. Maybe. Like so, I can't rule that out. Exactly. You don't know until
1: you lived it or read it and I got to say like if 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 you if you want to get into daddy, Little Dove is where to start because whew, I was here for it here for it it is on a little like you know it it is a a decent age gap um but nothing happens until she turns 18 that's all i'm gonna say but maximo is daddy all
0: right well thank you (laughs) for joining us this week sarah it was so good to have you on the podcast again absolutely i hope you guys are all having
1: an amazing alien smut summer and if you haven't read any of these books and you want to get into more alien reads besides ice planet barbarians i hope that we help you do that
0: thank you for listening to this week's episode of smut and spice please subscribe and leave us a review on apple podcasts you can find us on instagram and tiktok at smut and spice pod We'd love it if you would share our podcast with friends and on social media. If you have any book recommendations, send them our way. And if you're an author who's interested in appearing on an episode, reach out. We would love to have you. A special thanks to our technical producer, Andrew, and to our graphic designer, Lainey, for, the di- for our amazing logo. The intro and outro music featured on Sp- Smut and Spice is District 4 but by Kevin MacLeod. The link and licensing information can be found in the episode description.